On today's Sports and Rec, we talk about weeks three through six of the NFL, preview the upcoming NBA season, and make some baseball playoff predictions. Hope you enjoy the pod. Welcome to Sports and Rec. I'm Anthony Restivo alongside Casey McGarvey. Today is Wednesday, October 12th. And you were almost correct with your Mitch Trubisky prediction on when you'd have uh, Pickett replace him. How, how are, are you feeling about your Steelers at this point in the season? You know, the future's bright, but not great for this year. And the four-game stretch, including this past weekend we have coming up, is rough. Um, so, I mean, the Bills game is expected. Um, Pickett didn't play bad. Friermuth went out pretty early. Um, but that Bills team's on another level. Um, so not unexpected. Um, I mean, the game, the Jets game, we blew, you know, we just blew some other games that I thought we'd get the wins in, um, you know, which caused Trubisky to get benched. Um, so we got Bucks, Miami, and then I'll be at the Steelers Eagles game at the end of the month. Um, so hopefully that's not a blowout. I know I, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm counting that as an L already, but I think we can get these two middle games. I think the bucks are sputtering and who knows who will be playing quarterback for Miami, um, come that week. So we have two winnable games coming up. I know tough opponents, good, good teams, but two winnable games coming up. Happy to see Pickett in. I think Pickens Pickens is now getting more into the offense. I think he's going to be another great wide receiver, um, for the Steelers. You know, our defense just looks completely different without Watt out there, um, but still have some good weapons with Hayward and um, Johnson. Yeah, Johnson's on the offensive side. I'm blanking on Oh, you mean on defense? Yeah, I'm blanking on his name. Minka. Minka. Minka Fitzpatrick. So, but yeah, it wasn't our week. So, yeah, Trubisky experiments done with. That's put to bed. Um, he stinks if anybody's wondering <laughs> yeah. um so is what it is and obviously and then it's clearly not a great leader either just from the way the team was very excited when Pickett got in um didn't seem very thrilled with Trubisky the option the, the things he was doing within the opposite off, offense seemed a little timid um wasn't throwing the long ball wasn't making his receivers happy so um could be headed for um Tomlin's first losing record yeah it's it's looking that way i mean you predicted a one and three start would be when you'd um swap out trubisky and that's essentially what happened right mm-hmm. it was in the was it the middle of the jets game Halftime. Was when, yeah which is when they were 
heading towards a one and three record. So you were basically correct at that point. Um, but yeah, that's a, uh, that's tough. And, but it's, it's probably better to get, pick it in there, get into some reps, some experience at a, in a season that maybe doesn't end up mattering for you. And then just try to build up that, um, young core, uh, in the draft in the, in the years to come. Um, what are your thoughts on the offenses so far this season? I feel like there's been a lot of really bad games. I mean, the Texans Jaguars game was 13 to six only scored a touchdown in the last, uh, you know, last half of the fourth quarter of that game. And then the, we had the Thursday night, um, I don't know what that was. That was a disaster of a game to watch, but between the Colts and the Broncos, all field goals. Um, and, but it's been pretty consistent and it also leads to some weird stuff happening, like the Colts beating the chiefs and, and things like that. It's been a really strange uh, first five weeks and the offenses uh, have been kind of uh, not as uh, potent as I might've expected them to be. A lot of bad clock management. A lot yeah. of bad and coaching problem. decisions in general well, yeah, like, that's in general um like even the chargers almost blew that game this week what was that decision by staley at i understand i get being aggressive but in that point that was just stupid yeah so um rough and even last last night sunday night sunday night watching um Bengals, ravens ravens like, yeah. burrows is under duress the whole time but he holds on the ball way too long. And then, yeah, the Ravens won the game, but Lamar is missing some receivers, like open receivers in big ways, like missing some bad passes. So I don't know if he's not on the same page with the receivers yet, but offenses, yeah, have been pretty messy this year. Um, makes me think that some of these teams weren't built very well or too much faith in a certain position, like Russell Wilson is supposed to turn down around the Broncos. Not good. Yeah. Um, uh Matt Ryan's supposed to turn around the Colts. <laughs> Not good. No. Really bad. Um yeah, Is it, but, do you think it's defenses though? Or like they've defenses, they figured out scheming a little bit better or what? Better. Um, but most rules like lean towards favor, the offense, yeah. like favor the offense. So maybe they're figuring some stuff out defensively. Maybe line, like maybe offensive lines are poor this year. Um, maybe it's a changing of the guard at quarterback. You know, we kind of have a much older group of quarterbacks out there. I mean, yeah. Roger's playing pretty well, but still blew it in, in, um, in London this weekend. Right. Brady's struggling. Um, Stafford, Matt Ryan, Stafford, Russell Wilson, you know, all these guys are struggling. Then you have a younger crew who's trying to find their way. Um, Trevor Lawrence started off hot, struggling right now. Um, Mills on the Texans, nah, okay, like learning, but not great. Um, and then you have some very good quarterback. Look, I think you really only have two very good quarterbacks in the league right now. Uh, so you don't think Hertz is very good? Hmm. I don't think he's as proven as Josh Jackson. Allen. You don't think Jackson is very I good? I don't think they're on the same level yet as Josh Allen and um, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, those two are – head and shoulders above maybe very good else. is not the right word but outstanding i think though they're they're studying they're the pinnacle the two of them and then i think lamar jackson is mixing his way in there but man herbert I, not yet 
looking good, but he got hurt again. So, you know, not, not his fault, but um, getting better. Um, I mean, the Eagles have looked outstanding this year. I love, I mean, love Hurst as a quarterback. I'm pumped for him because he's kind of been constantly doubted, you know. Mm-hmm. Got bumped out of Alabama, played well for his one year at Oklahoma, but still is not talked about even as uh, with those other Oklahoma guys and Tyler and um, uh, yeah, there's yeah, yep, you know what I'm talking about Mayfield. Uh, yes, Mayfield. So and then you know constantly has been questioned, like why did they draft him? Why is he playing quarterback? Like who should we be getting to be the quarterback? So I'm pumped for him to get in that world, but. Um, Outside of, you know, let's say a half dozen quarterbacks, I don't think the quarterback plays as good as it's been in a year past. No, it's been pretty, pretty bad. Um, running back plays kind of all over the place. Only a handful of, of good running backs right now. Um, it's just a weird, like even a player like Jamar Chase has probably been really disappointing on your fantasy teams so far this season, but like was one of the top receivers last year. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, I don't know if it's a combination of all of the above that we've just mentioned coaching, game planning, poor play, not enough uh, prep, like time, like either they actually need those preseason games and reps to, to kind of get into a good flow. Um, our defense is just getting better or scheming better. Um, I don't know what it is. It's been kind of not great to watch. Um, I mean, you have a team like mine, the Cowboys, winning a game where they throw for a hundred yards. How is that possible? And not even like, it wasn't even that close. It was like, they dominated. It was never like in like risk. They weren't, I was not like nervous because the defense is so good. Um, but the 102 yards and you're winning a game by 12 points is, and you're not even running the ball out. It wasn't like they had an insane amount of running yards either. It was kind of takes low, you back. L- low offense the 85 bears a little bit not an outstanding offense yes they had walter payton like i'm very well aware but yeah. that 85 bears is all remembered about their defense yeah and, i mean the cowboys defense is unreal right now yeah it's Sorry. the only thing. Uh, let's talk about the cowboys why not you brought them up let's talk about the cowboys a bit. how are we feeling uh i mean i love this defense how could you not micah parsons is incredible um Diggs is great Diggs is great. Um, man, I, I can't say um, I, I love that because that used to be the weakest part of our team. Um, so that's been super encouraging. But, like, again, I, and I don't think Cooper Rush has been particularly great. The running game's not doing particularly great. CeeDee Lamb's, you know, picking it up a little bit. Gallup's back in the mix a little bit on offense. Um, you know, offensive line's still dealing with injuries. So I don't still not feeling great about the the prospects uh you know Dak should be coming back soon we got the eagles this this coming week uh i hope i'm actually hoping he doesn't come back for this game I'd, I'd rather take the l potential l on this or let's see how the defense does against this offense and i think that's going to be a really good uh sign of who's got the more dominant um side of the ball in, in this matchup because i think it's really good offense going against really good defense i do wish I'm completely surprised they are four and one right now. I would have, I think I had told you, I thought they were going to win like seven games. Did I say seven and 10 or six and 11 at the time? Six. And 
I mean, now it's that seems they're going to blow past that. Uh, and so, I mean, at this point, McCarthy's not getting fired I, unless they really fall off a cliff, which is which is the biggest disappointment. And and at this point, you'd be like, how is that even possible? Like when you have that good of a defense, it's really hard to to fall off. Uh, I know Parsons maybe got hurt a little bit. That would be the huge, uh, huge loss for them if he were to go down with an injury. Um I don't know. I, I it's a mixed feeling because it's like I'm happy that they they're playing as well as they have and have gotten four you know four and one with Cooper Rush as their quarterback and the way the season started. Um, but I also you know, I've already made my thoughts very clear. I was hoping to see them play poorly and Mike McCarthy get fired at the end of the season, and that doesn't seem likely to happen even if they make the playoffs and fizzle out like they always do. Um, so I don't know. I think it's setting Cowboys fans up for what we are familiar with is exactly what I expect to happen. So I'm not excited overall, but I think um, the best thing is just having this awesome defenses with those two young guys is like, I'll take it. NFC East sneakily hot division too now. Ed, do you think the Giants are for real? What's up with a four it's, and one record for and them? Saquon's back playing well they're leaning on them they're leaning on what works um and they're just getting just enough out of daniel jones um and playing a decent decent defense um i don't know if for real is the right word but they're not pushovers like yeah any team playing them is not going to get an easy game or get and walk right over them um so i mean i think it's i think it's better when new york teams are good you know like the jets not being a laughing stock this year and showing signs of turning it around uh, Saquon playing better with the Giants. Like, I think having those teams be good is good for football. Um, not having them be like on national TV and be a laughing stock. Like, um, so good for those teams for being better. Um, that seems to be the strongest hire of the entire season so far. Looks I mean, good. He's, he's jacked up, and his players seem to like him a lot. And he's he's scheming up really good things for what the talent that he has. Like if you imagine if you had a really good quarterback in there and maybe a, like one good wide receiver, um, that would be a pretty uh, scary team to watch considering how, how successful he's been so far. Now, what are your thoughts on the Cowboys? Like uh, unbiased. You pretty much nailed it. I think Cooper Rush is playing a little better um, than you say, which couldn't have come at a better time for them. Game manager is always game manager, but I mean, we've seen enough other quarterbacks coming in and not able to game manage in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so I think that's huge for the Cowboys to make sure Dak is okay. I actually think they have, with as an organization, dealt with the talk pretty well um, around the quarterback position. Yeah. Uh, so, which in past could have been something they make an absolute mess of. Well, one person in the organization makes an absolute mess of. Um, so it's it's a pretty healthy environment there. Um, so huge for Dak that he doesn't have to feel like he has to rush back and save the team, but also comfortable enough to know his position's not in jeopardy. Um, yeah. But yeah, Parsons is a beast. Like that's an awesome, clearly now an awesome draft pick. Um, someone that they're building the defense around and it's showing. Um, crazy to see Vander Esch actually able to play and not hurt all the time. Um, and then, like you said, in the secondary digs. So um What's your prediction for them? Yeah, I mean, do you think they are going to be still be in the mix at the end of the season? 
yeah, I think they'll be a playoff team. Damn it. Yeah, I hate to break it <laughs> to you, but I mean, there's a lot of struggles in the NFC right now. Um, and I think actually, I think that's the problem is the NFC is just not good. And I think their defense can take it to a lot of teams in that, in that, um, conference. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's literally keeping them alive right now. And, and if they get the offense on top of that, no, what's sad too is because of how bad the NFC is, this could, what if this was the team? Like, like, I don't think it could be, but like, Anything can happen at this point, right? In the NFC, like the Rams are down, the Bucks are down, the Packers are down. The best team is the Eagles, which, you know, haven't seen a lot from them. The 49ers are probably the second best team because they have a, a really good defense. I'd actually probably give the edge to them slightly just because of their experience. But, like, are the Cowboys the third best team in the NFC right now? Like, that's fucking nuts which would easily put them in the mix of like they go, their defense gets hot in the playoffs. They would be, I'm not saying this is going to happen. No, this is, I don't, I think they're losing the first round of the playoffs, but like in reality, we've seen teams like Trent Dilfer, the Ravens and an awesome defense make it into the uh, Super Bowl and win. Like that's nuts. I, I think the, what's that? You named me some offensive players on that team besides Trent Dilfer. Jamal Lewis was the running back. Was he the running back in his early yeah. years? Okay. And then uh, was it uh, – was no, Bolden wasn't on that team yet, right? Oh, no, 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 no. He, he was, was with on Flacco. The, he was with yeah. the Flacco one. Who was their wide receiver? There had to be a wide receiver. If you told me a name of the one, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah. But Jamal Lewis, right, was the running back? Uh, yes. Um. Where, uh... Clayton was Clayton the tight end Mark Clayton Priest Holmes was on that team really yep yep Jamal Lewis you're right I can't think of anyone else they didn't have I mean like I said it was not an offensive team Trent Dilfer didn't start the season as a quarterback. Tony Banks did. Uh, Brandon Stokely, Shannon Sharp. Oh, Sharp. But I don't recognize any of these other guys. Travis Taylor, Obafimi Ayambadejo, if I even said that correctly. Quadri Ismail. Yeah, like I don't recognize a lot of these players. I don't either. But they're known for that defense. But I think you're right. That's what's wild. I don't think that's a bad – it could happen, right? Like, what if? How sad would that be if that this was the Cowboys team to to get in? It would be such a strange way to do it. But um, I don't think it's going to. But I'm just saying, like, the NFC might be that bad that just having the best defense is enough to get you through um, and 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 win you the games. Because clearly, it's working up to this point. I think the the Cowboys Eagles game is going to be the biggest uh, indicator of of what how good the Eagles are and how good this defense is uh, from the Cowboys. Um, and that's still likely without Dak or at least in his first week back. So I don't expect much from, from him, but anyways, um, yeah, strange, strange uh, goings on in the NFC. Like I said, the Rams Packers bucks, no one looks good in that group. Uh, I mean, who do you have the most faith in of, of those three? Sorry. Say that one more time. 
the Bucks, Rams, Packers, who, who do you have the most faith in to, uh, to do well? And now the Vikings, your Vikings are, I don't even think they've looked good, but they're four and one. Snuck one out against the I Bears. Think that, oddly enough, I mean, it's got to be the Packers, right? I uh, yeah, feel like that was I, just I, a fluke yeah. One. I think I have the most faith in Rodgers because he's done so much with so little, and he still looks Here. mostly good, right? Yeah, like mostly good. Brady could figure it out. I mean, he's dealing with, from what we can tell, a lot of off the field issues. Um, and his age is I would imagine his age is catching up to him yeah. um, this I might mean, be the first time that's it's really showing yeah and the ring I you know the Rams got their ring they've got all those guys that got their ring but it's, it's kind of the other good. end of when you do those sort of things um, that's what happens yeah they don't look good right now um, quick question about I was thinking about wide receivers uh, do you think Odell plays this year and where do you think he goes if he does? Do you sure think the Packers, think. do you think the Packers are on that list? You don't think he's going to play? I'm not sure. What do you think? It would be November is the timeline, uh, for when he'd be back out there. So I don't see why not for the last stretch of a season. Does he go back to the Rams? That's one place uh, that's on there. Uh, I think the Cowboys could be on the table for that as well. Uh, but yeah, it's like the Rams, Packers, Cowboys, Bills. Giants. He's, he's Does he go back to the G-Men? I don't think so. <laughs> I know he doesn't want to probably want to play for Daniel Jones, but they're not doing too bad. Yeah, no, I know. I think it's about who the quarterback is throwing in the ball. Um, Does he have a good relationship with Dak? I don't know. Never played with each other, so I don't know. Mississippi State and LSU. They weren't in the league at the same time, though, right? No. Or I guess I, they might have been in the SEC. No, um, oh, I think he's much older. I think he was at – he was there with um, – at LSU with um, – he was most recently on the Browns, was good for the Dolphins – Number 80. Um, Landry? Yes, Landry. Oh, okay. And Landry were at LSU together. Okay. Um, we'll see what happens there, but I could see him. I think he'll sign in like December or so is what I would expect. Um, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles seem to be the top top teams in the league. Who do you Eagles are the only undefeated. Do you have the Bills still as the best in the league right now? I think so. Um the Chiefs have shaky moments. Like they went down 17 nothing last night. They lose to the Colts. Um, and then they have these other moments of like, damn, they're really good. Like that's the Chiefs throwing it around to everybody. Like so many, everybody becomes a weapon on that team. Um, Bills can put up a bajillion points. You know, no one wants to hear it, but, you know, they played in ridiculous heat down there in Miami. Those games get all, get, get a lot of teams. Like look at all the Patriots teams and how good they were that always seemed to be their kryptonite was playing in Miami at some point. So I don't put a lot of stock in that loss. I think the chiefs loss to the Colts is looking a lot uglier than that loss to the um, dolphins. Um, yeah. Do you think it's a product of for the chiefs that's more uh, figuring out the new 
it's a lot of new players fitting into that system and and maybe by midseason they'll have a better chemistry between those guys and maybe figure out their running because they don't really have much of a run game right now but could be could be um because the only consistent one is the main consistent one is kelsey i mean they they, hardman and um has been there but he's like not still like a major piece of the puzzle but right i think it's just huge for them to to continue having everybody be an option on every play like yeah kelsey's yeah. the number one but no and like don't get me wrong i one of the top three teams in the league right now like i, I still i have a lot more faith in them than i did at the start of the season i thought they were gonna have a major there's uh, i thought they were gonna have more of an issues and they've had some but not to the degree i expected mahomes is still outstanding um so yeah i think you nailed it with the top three teams in the league with bills i'm gonna keep chiefs at two just because of their recent history and i'll have the eagles at three yeah that's how i or would you even put another afc team above them that's maybe not in that mixture right now above the eagles yeah is there i don't anyone you would put somebody no i mean the only argument would be and i don't think there is because i think the eagles are playing really well so i think that is the right thing but um i think the probably the next two teams are um either the ravens or but their defenses look so bad um the dolphins are it's unknown with tua and tyreek i think maybe tweaked his foot or ankle um this last game so i don't know it's uh it's a tight that was three the next four five six seven like seedings are kind of like all up in the air um i the other team up in that mix would probably be the 49ers because their defense um it's really strong but no it's, i think that's the correct order order too uh i think i'd still leave the chiefs because of Mahomes above uh hurts but i think the bills right now look like the cream of the crop still um even with that loss to miami because they still think that was just one of those games you said the weather and then i think um they out had i don't know how many more plays than them uh in that series it's been a, a while but it was like they had 60 passes and and just couldn't they just weren't scoring that game and missed a field goal things like that it was just one of those weird weird games um speaking of tua um really scary moment um in both of those games the, the bills game and then also uh the following thursday game um i forget who they were playing um do you remember who they were playing Bengals. the Bengals. uh that was a super scary situation glad to hear you. he seems to be okay um and it's kind of led to a much larger conversation around concussion protocol um and it seems like the NFL is instituting or going to be instituting a new policy immediately. It sounded like, right? Um, yes, it was. We saw it this weekend. Uh, uh, yeah. Olave with the Saints got yanked right out. Teddy Bridgewater, someone saw him stumble. He had to stay out of the game. Um, Friermuth got pulled. So you saw it right away this weekend. I think as tough that can be from like a fan standpoint, um, I think it's the right thing and the best thing. I very good on their part to, in some ways, potentially overcorrect. Um, but I don't think you can mess around when it comes to head injuries like that. And I think 
if you're saying you care about player safety, this is the right move. It'll make it'll change the outcomes of games, I think, in some cases, but that's what injuries do. And when it comes to head injuries, you can't you can't fuck around with that stuff. Um, so I think it's it is the right thing. And it makes sense. Like it would be a doctor or someone kind of overseeing every game and being like, Nope, that take them out. And like can't risk that. Like Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's gonna be frustrating, but um if you're serious about player safety for, for once you have to lean on the side of being overly cautious um yeah i mean honestly i think you can adjust it too like this is a good overcorrection and then maybe you can figure out and put in place hey like maybe it's a quarter and then but they have to be going through certain like tests or or maybe it's a half right like maybe it's an extended period of time but as long as they they go through a very rigorous checklist of things. I don't know. Like I'm saying the maybe thing, they, they can make adjustments to it as they learn and figure out what they can um, do. That's still protecting them, but like making sure they're doing their due diligence at the same time. The only thing you can't change though is like time, like can't speed up time. So some symptoms I believe can come out 24 hours later. So yeah. maybe the thing that I struggle with is, you know, the first, the two issues with Tua, the second one could have happened the same way it happened without the first one. Like the first one could have been his back. He could have, cause he did get cleared. And the second thing still could have happened. So optically, this is saving the league it is being overly careful, but I think that is finally needed by the league. Um, I think it's it's more than saving the league, though. I do think this is measures that are going to help and protect players, like in a, yes, in a very significant way. Yeah, it is protecting players from themselves, and I'm I'm here for it. I definitely know there's going to become a point where I'm going to be frustrated by it, um, but it has to happen. Yeah. So, but I guess what I'm saying is, the second to an injury could have happened without the first thing. Does that make sense? Like he, really yeah, like. He really smacked his head hard on the ground the second time around. Um, so even without the first thing, he could have had the same exact reaction to that tackle. Um, so I guess that, that there's no, there's going to be no protecting players from what happened to it that second time around. But, but this, can I think help. it's more, this of, can help limit it, I guess. Yeah. And because I think it's, it, in the two situation, it's a lot to do with the optics of, of how that played out because it seemed as if he was probably dealing with a concussion, though how he stumbled. If, if it was his back and he passed his test, whatever, I think all arguments would say, like any probably logical doctor would be like, he's not going back in the game. And then to have it happen that quickly again in less than a week um, is, is like actually really terrible um and, and i think it actually equates to like the equivalent of like three concussions um or something like that there's some kind of how they measure that if you get two within a short amount of time it's actually the equivalent of like three or something i don't know it's it's whatever it is it's not it's not good um so yes like in theory that could happen at any point to anyone having that serious of a reaction to a really bad concussion um but I think what you like you said is you have to be able to protect these people from themselves because they're going to be competitors. They're going to try to get into games, um, teams same way, going to want to 
play their best players and get them um, back in if if everyone's telling them that the, it could happen or like maybe don't recommend it. But yeah, I guess they could go out there. He's capable of seeing and and he's responding. But um, I think overall, um, it is the best decision and um, and the right thing to do. And I think you might see other team uh, sports follow suit with it. If if I think it's probably the the right approach to to uh, to handle head injuries of of this nature, it's gotta it's gotta be uh, protecting them. I think it's kind of a crazy. I always hear this theory come up, and I do believe it's dumb, but I don't know if it has merit or not. Do you think if they took away their helmets, there'd be less head injuries? I mean, I have heard that argument before. I that the technology is too too good, so people become reliant on it. That is part of the argument. Um, I don't know. I, let me like go the opposite or in another extreme version, where you don't tackle players and you pull a flag. Would you watch that? That's what I'm asking you. I don't know if I'd watch it anymore. I don't know if I care about tackles that much either though like I, when i really think about it like you know how like you had the you got jacked up was like a big segment on like nfl countdown but if i'm really really thinking about it what how would i feel in the moment if it was like hey i grabbed your flag and the team's still rushing up to the to like if like say it's in the last minute of a game they throw a pass player gets his ta- uh, his flag pulled the team's still sprinting up to the line to hike the ball like regardless and like right. it's not like you get like what do you need the the tackles for it's it's people that are like really love the violence so like i don't know if i'd actually be if i find myself not watching it as much because it's if it's still moving at a good pace and maybe it moves at a quicker pace then i might not care as much right like i guess i don't it's not and it would if it keeps everyone healthy because then it's it's like no outcomes like are going to be impacted by by that kind of it'd be non-contact injuries for the most part I um, I guess it's not so much the jacked up, but I do enjoy watching Najee Harris run over some guys sometimes and being able to like continue his run. Well, you can still do that, right? I, can you run somebody over? I don't know. Are we gonna have to go through uh, flag football rules? I don't know. Can you not do that in flag football? I got ran over. Yes, <laughs> but I don't know. They can't tackle you, but can the running back like just? Because you're still wearing your helmets and stuff, right? Like you're you. Everything looks the same except you have like a little. Yeah, maybe two things on either side that you have to pull because we've seen it like some of the tackles, even when they are tackling people and it has nothing to do with concussions, they people are getting violently pulled down and like yeah. you see their legs bend the wrong way, uh, which leads to ACLs or leg breaks and ankle breaks. And like, well, if if the league was really, 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 really serious about safety, that's exactly what they would do. They would go to flag or touch. I think flag would be the the most interesting version of it. And maybe there's a better way of, or yeah, I guess touch will actually might be a better. I think, cause I think the one thing when you were saying like, they'll rush back to the line of scrimmage. What if you have like equipment malfunction? Do you yeah. get like equipment timeout? Like you can't get your flag attached. Again, I, or... I think you're right. Then like the two, two hand touch thing is, um, is an interesting thing, or maybe it's, you have to stop forward progress, but you don't bring them to the ground. Like we've seen players do that where it's like you have to slow them down like a little bit. And as soon as that happens, like progress is stalled, then like whistles blown. Let's go run up to the play. Then it keeps it most similar to like what you experience. You're just not seeing players actually like 
hit the ground like that. I think I still need the tackling, but I don't disagree with your argument that I think there could be a enjoyable because it does happen in a lot of ways. Like you, you do see it sometimes when forward progress is stopped, there's no tackle happening. You're you know, me. There's contact like banging into each other. But then if a player catches the ball and falls to the ground, players are two hand touch. Like all you do is touch the guy. You're not like tackling the guy when he falls on the ground. You just put your hands on him and you go and no one complains about that. Um, you see football quarterbacks all the time are not trying not to get hit. So they slide more often than they, than they used to. I feel like it, it seems like it happens all the time now. Um, so it's like, it hasn't ruined those moments. Aren't like, I'm like, wow, why I can't believe that guy slid. I've never said that. Or like, I can't believe that guy didn't jump on top of the guy and just touched him with his hands. It's kind of like, if that was it all the time, I don't know. Um, it'd be an interesting, interesting thing, or, or maybe you have to make it too. It's like players have to choose to go down on the offense side of things um like they have to give themselves up uh to not fight for yards at all times would be the other thing to do but i don't know it'd be interesting uh which gets into the next conversation around roughing the passer uh i'm assuming there's going to be some real changes here some really bad calls that almost uh, impacted the results of one and definitely could have impacted the results of the other it ended up not um because it worked out in favor for the chiefs that they ended up winning um but yeah i mean two terrible calls um but by the letter of the rule technically roughing the passer calls because they've gotten very very tight with that um what do you think the change comes about with this um discussion because now they're reviewing they're saying they're going to review that next it'll be interesting to see what comes out of this at the end of the year because you're going to review it at the end of the season i believe is what they said um yeah, I think that's what I saw too. So the highest played players in the league are quarterbacks. Um, so how does the NFLPA come down on this? Like, are they going to protect their highest commodity? Are they also going to look out for the defensive players that are getting hit with these flags? Where is the compromise? Where is the middle ground? Um, because no, I don't think a quarterback should just have to sit in the back of the pocket and also get a free shot from a blind side hit. Like, yeah, I think there should be a roughing the passer penalty or lunging at legs or different things like that. But can we get the rest of common sense rule or something? Like, you know, roughing the passer when you see it. And neither one of those were roughing the passer this weekend. I guess what you said is by one of them was by the letter of the law. Yes. So I don't know, twisting, throwing, maybe get the weight out of it. Like, where's the lineman going to put his 300 pounds? Like, Yeah, but the throwing aspect was the Falcons one, and that was not a bad tackle in any way. Right. It was a legitimate tackle. I don't know if that was just a bad call, but um, I, I don't know what this – I don't know what solution is outside of you either – it would cater maybe too much to the defense – Although I think the argument is that it, it probably went too far in the other direction and it, it deserves a course correct because I think it's too, too soft. And like, I know you want to protect the quarterbacks, but also like they're not really getting, it's a fluke injury. If it happens, like if they get shoved down on a rough in the passer, um, that's like bang, bang. And they put their wrist down and then their wrist breaks. Like, 
I, I think that's more of a freak accident than a result of uh, roughing the passer because that happens every all the time in games. So I don't know. I think they have to go in a direction that's just not as cautious for for the quarterbacks. Yeah, I think still protect right. them. I think there's there's still the rules in place like you said that you need to protect them. Um, but I think there's also uh, there's got to be a, a correction that allows for legitimate sacks and not too many bad calls um, to take place that uh, that really could alter the results of games in some cases because those are big penalties too, massive penalties, especially for the Falcons. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens there. We also saw our first coach fired, um, Matt Rule, um, with the Panthers. Surprised or not? I mean, they have not been playing well, but they haven't been playing well, but I guess I guess I'd like to see McCaffrey more in the option. You have that uh, in the offense, you have that weapon, and he has not really been on display very much. So I figured he'd be the perfect security blanket for any quarterback that's there. I can't say they have superstar quarterbacks under center right now. Um, I wouldn't feel too bad for him, though, because he still, I believe, is owed about $40 million. Um, so don't worry, people. He's doing just fine. Who, the co- uh, coach, Matt Rule? Yeah. Yeah, and he'll probably get hired very quickly um, in college game again. Because I don't think – I just think he wasn't – it was one of those situations where he's just not a good – it's not a good transition, not a good fit from an NFL side of things, but could be a really good – uh, still a really strong uh, college coach. So I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, and then do you have a prediction on who's next? Uh, it's got to be Frank Reich with the Colts, right? Or Ron Rivera. I think it's going to be one of those two. Yeah. I can't see it being anyone else. Um. Because I think the Cardinals have snuck by and, and done well enough. Uh, the Broncos could be, he might be on, on the hot seat and he should be probably. But now he might have some leeway because uh, Wilson's hurt. So now he's using a backup quarterback, which always is an easy fallback for people. But I'd, I'd say among those three, and I'd give the edge to Rivera would be my predict, prediction, the Washington Commanders. Uh, week six, um, what's your best matchup of the week? Week six, best matchup. Let me see. Oh, easy. Bills, Chiefs. Yeah. I'm surprised that's not – how is that not in primetime? Well, the primetime game is pretty good too. But I know, but that how is that one not primetime? True. How is that not the Monday night one? Because, I mean, like, yeah, but- I, I think the – the Eagles Dallas is the other one for sure. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, do we really, do we really need to watch Broncos chargers on Monday night? Like why are the Broncos on national television all the freaking time? Like, I don't want to watch that Monday night. I think people thought the Broncos were going to be good. And Russell Wilson is a, uh, I a still fan would draw, but yeah. yeah. Like, that game's a no brainer. And even Thursday night commanders bears, like really, this is what that's the worst game. Night? That's going to be terrible. It's going to be awful. Awful. Jaguars Colts isn't going to be great either. Jaguars like have been showing some life, but not playing well lately. So there's a kind of a number of duds this week. Yeah. Jets, Rams, Packers, Rams, Jets, Panthers. Good. Rams, Panthers is not going to be good. No. Cardinals, Seahawks, meh. 
Cincinnati, New Orleans, Minnesota, Miami. Minnesota, Miami. Depends who's playing quarterback. Yeah, that's the key. Can be Um, really good or really, really bad. That's kind of the games. That's how it goes. Um, all right, so we'll uh we'll check in again on the NFL, uh, follow along as season goes. Uh NBA stuff, we got the season starting next week, coming by fast. Uh, but we've had some off-season stuff, uh some off-season drama with an unexpected uh team. The Warriors are now in the drama. Uh Draymond Green at a uh practice through a punch at Jordan Poole. Uh it's unclear what was said. There was video that leaked, and now Draymond has taken some time away from the team, uh, issued a public apology. The video was leaked. That was not planned or expected. Um, what were your thoughts on when you heard about the situation or saw the video? I mean, it's it's horrific. Like, um... A little more intense than a typical teammate fight. I, yeah. I've seen I've seen teammates fight and get each other's faces, and we've heard of the famous Steve Kerr, Michael Jordan one. Um, this seemed yeah, ever, never saw so, it though. Yeah, but from all accounts, this is a this was a very different kind of punch than you typically see in these these kind of moments. This was a cheap from what shot. Other NBA players had said. Yeah, this was an absolute cheap shot. Uh-huh. And a um and a like, a winding up like that was like yeah. he was putting his his force behind that winding up cheap shot and he also put himself in the like pool did not approach him he approached pool yeah again so, we don't know what was said there's no audio and it's unclear but it still doesn't seem like it whatever was said would probably be worth that happening considering yeah. but i don't think anything is um again shows the difference between the sports world and our everyday world because i mean i'd be fired um yeah. if i did that to an employee uh, i think most majority of america but i'm not here to compare that that's People do that. It's kind of silly. Um, I think I don't know if it was accidentally leaked. I don't think it was accidentally leaked. No, I don't think so either. I think the Warriors. I think you could. I'm not crazy to think that the Warriors are ready to move on from Draymond. Maybe at this point, um, and leaked it. So because they made, I was almost like appalled because they were almost seemed to be making a bigger deal about tracking down the leak than actually like getting to the bottom of, you know, Draymond punching one of your better players in the face. Um, but I don't put it past them for leaking it on their own and like making it an easier time to move on from him. I won't go that far into the conspiracy. Um, I do think it gives them, it adds to their case for why they would not um, bring him back at the end of the season or would move on from him and, and trade him, uh, which was going to be my next question to you is how do you think this plays out? Do you think uh, Draymond is a warrior all of this season and or following this season? My answer is no. I think, I think, right. I think he I gets really traded. Like to hear Curry like speak on this. And I know he's, you might uh, not hear. He might not. He might not. And but I'd really like to know his thoughts on it. Like, I think he has a massive say in this. Like, this is not what I want around my team. This is what I want around my team. Um, I, and again, I don't like. He's, he's on the decline he's too. Like he he's still very good defensively, but like his he's, his level of play is not that 
high anymore. It's it's getting lower and he's getting older. He um it comes with a lot of baggage. That too. So and I don't know, like, yes, you see that on the court against other teams. It, it can be like I don't want to play against them. Um, but like how much does that I mean, I'm sure he's not going around punching people in the in the face in practice, but like how much does that extra baggage like roll over into things within the organization that they're willing to put up with when you're very good, um, but get a little more tired of it as your play begins to wane. So um I think this is I think he finished more stories begin to come out, maybe from like ex-teammates, um, ex-workers at from the Warriors, or does it does nothing is this like considered a one-off incident um but i think you're right this is his last year with the warriors yeah i think he finishes the year with him they try one more time with a with a title and if they get it great and if they don't i think they likely will have assess how everyone else all their younger core play this season and determine whether or not it's um if they're better or believe in them more than they do in draymond pulls up for a contract right uh, I think they're in conversations to finalize uh, his next one. So, like, it's going to be interesting, though, because, like, I don't – I mean, they got to have a come-to-Jesus moment together. And Clay's, Clay's on, on the other end of that, too. I think he's got contract coming up. But, yeah, it's like how do you – how do you reconcile that – those two at that point? That's hard, like. Yeah, if I'm pool, it's like you're looking over your shoulder for the rest of the year. Like, am I gonna say something again that all of a sudden like triggers me getting walloped in the face or or what? So if those it'd be interesting to see how their dynamic is with each other when he does come back. Yeah. I think he'll miss like the first five to ten games of the season. That's my prediction. Do you think um, the, do you think Silver needs to step in and suspend him? No, I think this is purely a team based thing. I don't think he should step in. I would be, I think that'd be overstepping if he did, in my opinion. Um, what's the because it happened at a practice? Yeah, it's an internal team based thing. I think that should be handled by them internally. There's no reason for it. It wasn't a public. It wasn't in a game. Um, it wasn't in that kind of setting. So I think rightfully being handled by the warriors so um yeah i would not expect that to happen um and wouldn't i would hope that he wouldn't step in either uh we have so i said the season starts next week um we got a a sneak peek at who the teams are going to be tanking for uh which is combination of Giannis and kd but actually add five to six inches on top of that um (laughs) <laughs> is this how do you rank this uh prospect uh to some of the other ones uh like kd lebron do we think the hype's going to be there that there's going to be a massive uh race to the bottom uh with a few teams i'm sure um i think we talked about this a little bit before we jumped on here as you know obviously freakishly talented um i'm a little scared of his length and height that oftentimes comes with, you know, breaking down health issues, but you got to go for him. Like he's freakishly talented, um, can shoot the ball at that size. 
Um, so yeah, you are going to see a few teams just like fall off the grid for them. I think, um, especially teams that are already bad. Like I think the Orlando magic would love to see him, them, him on their roster. Um, I think it's going to be Spurs, Pacers, and maybe the Thunder. (laughs) Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, but yeah, yeah, you got to go after him. What are you going to do? Yeah, and actually the good thing is, is if you get number two, the person, uh, Scoot Henderson, is also a really good consolation prize. two really talented players and uh, you would not be unhappy with either of those teams, uh, either of those two guys at being added to your team. Uh, Season predictions. Um, Let's get into what do you think um, the Cavs were surprised last year um, and how well they performed. They were in the mix at the, near the top of the division and eventually made the uh, play in um, games. Uh, So that was kind of a surprise. Who do you think is that team this year? Um, I think the Clippers bounce back this year. I think you're going to see a resurgence from Kawhi. Um, I think he's going to have a great year. I think he's back healthier and stronger. Um, and it's going to help them bounce back in a, in a big way this year. That's an easy one. I guess it's easy, but he hasn't played in how many years now? And has yeah, it has been a while. Shell of himself since the last time we've seen him. Um, so I, I think he bounced back to being one of like the top players in the league. Yeah, I I that's probably likely to happen. Um, I'm going to go with a team that I unintentionally uh, picked to make the playoffs last year uh, and maybe it's not a complete shock of a pick but it'd be the Kings uh, I really like the moves they made in the offseason um, it was we had a full season with Sabonis and Fox who seemed to be figuring it out towards the end of the year last year um, you know they added uh, your man Red Mamba uh to their to the mix and so uh i kind of like what they're doing there so i i will pick them as as the the wild card team to kind of surprise people and, and play uh pretty well um another one to keep an eye out for would be the magic in my opinion i think that might be a really fun team to watch um and play so uh and we didn't mention this as a team on the decline would be the jazz um they oh, they are yes. they're also they're going to be in the mix for uh, yes. that Wemby. Um, who do you think will be the most disappointing team? So a team with some really high expectations that uh, might not play that well. Um, I think Lakers last year, although they dealt with injuries and stuff. But I think this is going to hurt me to say this. Um, Celtics. Yeah, I'm going to say the Celtics. I think they're going to be really this year. I mean, I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs in any way, but. I think they're going to take a step backwards this year. I think there's, you know, everything that happened is quite a mess. Um, I really don't think they handled things with Brown very well in the off season. Um, he seems back in practice and everything going like great. Um, I did like a lot of their uh, off season signings, but some injuries and then this random ass signing of Blake Griffin, which I don't think 
outside of having a name on your roster of Blake Griffin, that will probably sell some jerseys. I don't think that makes you any better. Um, I think the Nets come roaring back. I think the Sixers are very good this year. Um, I think the Bucks obviously are going to be outstandingly good again this year. So, um, yeah, I could, I could see him being like the fifth best team in the, in the, in the East. Yeah, definitely could happen. Um, what I think my team is the Mavericks. I don't, I think they're going to really regret getting or losing Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Luca. I think he's great, but I think that's all they really have. Um, and so I think they're going to be a pretty disappointing, uh, pretty disappointing team this year. Uh, I don't think they did enough uh, to improve their roster. Um, another one kind of on my radar. Maybe the Heat. You think they take a step backwards? I think they could. I think they're aging. Um, we'll see. I, I could be obviously very wrong on that. They still have some good young talent there in Bam and Tyler Hero. Um, but you got Lowry's another year older. Jimmy Butler is getting older. He's still good. Uh, but I, I'm I'm interested. I'm keeping an eye on them. We'll see what happens with that that group. They were not surprised me one way or the other. Um, or I'd be more surprised if they were bad, but I could see it. There's a world where I could see it happening. Um, and they're not as good as as we've come to um, come uh, be familiar with uh, for a typical Heat Heat team. Um, Who's your MVP? MVP of this year will be. Let's go, John Moran. Wow, that's yeah. a bold one. I like Just throwing it out there. Boom! Let's go for it. I love it. I love Jaw. I would not I be too. unhappy with that. I want to see it. I am torn between Embiid and Giannis. Ooh, it's kind of a re- oh, and Giannis. Okay. I think I'll go with Giannis. I think he's going to come back this season with a vengeance. He's going to be bummed about what happened last year, and this will be a, a Giannis year. Um, what about your What about your boy, the Joker? Oh, he'll be in the mix. I I have no doubt about that. But I think he's won two in a row. Mm-hmm. It's very rare to see the three-peat. So right. I, I, for that reason alone, I think he could have a very similar season to he had last year or the year before. Um, and I just don't think they'll give it to him because of it's always about the narrative. Um, what about so. LeBron? No. Okay. That was quick. That was a quick night. I don't think, he, I don't think he's in that conversation anymore. I, I think he's very good. Um. I don't know if I love this Lakers team and I think there are players in the league at this exact moment that are better than him. Even if I don't trust them as much as I might trust LeBron in a playoff series and would have a tough time picking against him. Um, But when it comes to MVP stuff, I think there are people that are um, just the, the like this league is so deep and so talented and, I think we know who the best players are right now. And LeBron is not 
those he's not in that top three uh he's probably he's still it's obviously still top 10 and there's an argument to be made for top five but i think there's at least three guys that are um definitely in the in that conversation as uh, who's at the top in the league right now all right um let's pick your your eight from each conference don't have to pick them in order just who are your eight that you're having in the playoffs eight let's go in the east celtics nets 76ers uh bucks heat hawks bulls seven and drum roll, please. Let's let's see those Knicks back in the playoffs. Wow. No Cavs. <laughs> now leaving the Cavs out. Wow. Okay. Uh Sixers. Celtics. Nets. Bucks. Um Heat. Cavs. Raptors, Hawks. You like the Raptors back in there? That's a good pick with Nurse there still. I like him as a coach. Yeah, I like Scotty Barnes. Uh, Pascal was really good last season. Um, they got a good core. I think they'll be they'll be in the mix for sure. West. I think the West is going to be tough here, but let's see. Got to go Nuggets. Warriors, Clippers, Suns, Grizzlies, <laughs> the tough Pelicans. This is about to get really tough here for me. At six, wow. Lakers, Kings. You sold oh. me. You sold me on the Kings. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm gonna do Nuggets, Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies, Clippers. Nuggets, Suns. Oh, let me go. Suns, Nuggets. Clippers, Warriors. Grizzlies. Did I already say them? I think you did. All right, let me just start from the top. I'll help you out. Go All on. right, I'm going. Uh, Grizzlies, Warriors, Clippers, Nuggets, Suns, Pelicans. Man, I'm between the Timberwolves, Kings, and Lakers. I like the Timberwolves also. I have to pick the Kings. I said them, but I so between the Lakers and the T Wolves. Timberwolves, Kings. Okay, so our only difference is I took the Lakers and you took the Timberwolves. Yeah. I just really don't like that Lakers team. 
And I don't either. But I think the injury is Tom Brady is approach. Still, yeah. Well, Tom Brady well pick, your, pick your final and winner. It's going to be Phillies here. 76ers versus the Suns. The 76ers are going to win. Wow, I love that pick. Um, I don't think I'm going to go in that direction, but I love that. <laughs> love that pick. Wrong. <laughs> no, I, I don't even know it's wrong. I'm not I'm not going to pick that, but I, I like that pick a lot. Um, the Suns is the interesting one. It's, I, I think. You know I what? Actually, can we talk? I want to talk about this because I don't think it's a big deal. I really don't think it's a big deal because it was preseason. But do you do you that they lost any stock in that loss, especially with how bad it was? Do, do, does it even does it make you worried about anything? It matters more than Devin Booker and the team allowed it to mean. Okay. Uh, but I don't think. But I by saying that I also mean think it still means very little but it it doesn't matter nothing at all but right. i don't think it's uh a, a, a great sign <laughs> yeah I, okay that's kind of where i was too i'm like yeah, it's preseason shit happens like whatever maybe they were out partying like maniacs the night before and just didn't show up um but it's not good <laughs> yeah so, yeah i'd rather people- them not have, have being fans of booker and CP3 and Mikhail Bridges, uh, I would much rather them not have had that happen. Um, And I think when you add in some of the other drama or layers to that team with Chris Paul being another year older, um, which that's never, that's not good that he keeps getting older. And then the DeAndre and drama, uh, Jake Crowder sort of drama. um, uh, I'm not, exactly sure i'm as high as on them as i would have been in in past seasons but they could also come back with a complete um chip on their shoulder right like lost in the finals were the best team last year bounced way too early and no one kind of everyone's joking about them and then they lose that game and maybe they they're the team that just runs through everything because they brought back most of the team so um but yeah i i think that's a it's not nothing but it's it's not something either. <laughs> yep. Okay. yep. Um, Let's have it. What do you got? I feel like the Bucks are going to come out of I the I thought East. you might say that. I really like the Sixers pick, though, by you. Um, and from the West, this is hard. I feel like I'd have a better... I'd pick the Nuggets if I had more reassurance with what Murray's going to look like and MPJ is going to look like. I know they're playing in the preseason, but Murray tweaked his, his hamstring or his leg. Um, but like, there's too much uncertainty there to know with them. Although I do think they're going to be awesome once they do get in to a, a flow um, and get back into the groove of things. Um, so I will not pick them. I think the Warriors drama Scares me off a little bit from them, despite how good I think they're going going to be. Um, shit, I don't know. Suns could be in the mix. What the do Clippers. you think about the Pelicans? I don't think they're 
a finals team, but I really like that team. I think they're going to be really good. I think they might be the Grizzlies of this year. Um, I'm going to fuck it. Warriors. I think Curry's still really good. Obviously. Yes. No kidding. Thank you for the news slash Anthony. Curry's yeah, still really good. Everybody. <laughs> Anthony yeah. wanted you to know that. <laughs> Everyone needs to know it all the time. Uh, yeah. Warriors. Warriors Bucks. That'd be a fun series. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. Who's your winner? You said you said 76ers. Yep, Philly's year. And I'll go with I think Curry gets his last one. You think they repeat? I think think that Fox teams is hard for that Nuggets team, um, for that Warriors team to beat. I do too. Uh, but I I think they get the fifth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I would take the Bucks in that matchup, but I Curry. I would nor. I think I think I would normally too. Um, but I think it's just one of those things where the collective is greater than the one. Okay. Um, but it also it would not shock me at all if if Giannis if they face, faced off and Giannis uh, pulled another Phoenix uh, finals out of his ass and had 50 point averages and just dominated again that would not shock me in the slightest because <laughs> i think this is going to be a big year for him i think he's coming out with a vengeance so um that's it for that predictions for basketball stuff super excited for that and then baseball uh we are now in the mix of the playoffs we just finished the wild card series we have our alds matchups who are your alcs matchups World Series matchups and overall winner. Seattle versus the Guardians. Whoa, two upsets in the yep. American. Phillies versus the Dodgers. Wow. All right. And who wins? Who goes to the World Series and who wins? Dodgers, Mariners, Dodgers win. Wow, you're all up on the Mariners. Yeah, I think it's their year. Had a heartbreaking loss today. Yeah, tough one, but I think they bounced back. I like this team. Uh, I'm going to say, man, this fucking sucks. The Guardians. It is, I don't think the Yankees, I think they've fallen off too much, unfortunately. Um, I'm obviously rooting for them and wouldn't shock me if they won. Uh, but I don't like the way they're playing right now, and the Guardians are playing really well. So Guardians, Astros, Dodgers, Braves. Dodgers, Astros, Dodgers. That team is too fucking good. <laughs> so Dodgers, Astros, World Series again. Yeah, and that was the one the Astros won, right? I think you're right. Yeah, I think this is a Dodgers year. This is an LA year all around. But uh, that's it, man. That's it for sports. We got NHL stuff. We'll make a quick uh, Stanley Cup prediction. Oh, boy. Jeez. Uh, NHL. Not, not even. Just who's going to win? Um, the Avalanche. Oh, nice. I'll go with Maple Leafs. Fuck it. <laughs> I like Austin Matthews, dude. I really like him. Anthony, can you tell me the last time they won a first-round series? <laughs> I think it was the last time they won the Stanley Cup, which is probably, probably. like the 1950s or 60s. I like That's what Austin. I mean. I, I, I love Austin Matthews, and it's got to be the year one year, right? Toronto <laughs> loves you, Anthony. Toronto loves you. 
You got the Raptors in the playoffs. They got the Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, we'll see what happens. This is our, our hockey experts over here. But uh, all right, we'll we'll uh, catch up again soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Mm.